everyone it's time for another live look at the astrology my name is katie sweetman and this is your look at the astrology of august 22nd through 28th 2022 uh, a lot of twos in that um it's hard to believe that we are near the end of august and that means that we are now stepping into Virgo season. So that's one of the big highlights of this week. We are, you know, as of right now, we're still technically in Leo. And for me, I think there's such a beautiful interplay between Leo and Virgo. I think Leo is the sign that sometimes gets relegated to like diva behavior. Sometimes, this, sometimes where pop astrology doesn't always do us favors. Um, but Leo energy is the spark of life and it's the passion of life. We all need passion. Otherwise, life gets a bit dull. So imagine we go through Leo season and we are not refer like refinished, refurbished, what's the word? Um, where we go into Virgo and we don't have that spark. And so Virgo is about craft, attention to details, the, the, the earthly things that we all have to do on a day-to-day -day basis. And it's necessary, but we need that fuel of Leo season. This is where if you've ever done anything where it required a lot of practice and repetitive work over and over again, that's where that beautiful energy, that beautiful alchemy comes in where it becomes art. And I think sometimes we don't always think of Virgo as a very artistic sign, but it really can bring forward the energy of Leo and, and make it into something. So here we are right at the edge of Leo season and Virgo season. Um, and the other thing that we're going to have this week is a Virgo new moon. Um, but really the big headliner of this week is Uranus is going to turn retrograde. And uh, that's something we'll get into a few moments. Um, so we've got some very interesting astrology per usual. I know August was a pretty bumpy time astrologically but it, it does sort of function it serves as the midpoint you've heard me say this over the past few weeks it serves as the midpoint of the uh, eclipses it bridges us into what's going to so the events to come in october and november and for many august was a pretty bumpy month so i hope you all are doing well i know if you're watching live please say hello let me know where you're watching from it's always fun to see where in the world everybody is um i again am katie sweetman and i'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in the new york city area just outside of new york city in new jersey um and so we gather live every week to look at the astrology and i know i say it every week the astrology is 50 percent you are the other 50%. It's just this framework that you exist in. It's like, like your body, your physical body is a framework of bones and organs and cells and tissues and muscle. And you live in your body and you have free will. But there are certain things that you don't have control over. There's certain things you do have control over. And so when we do go through bumpy astrology, how do we work with it? I want to uh, you know, talk more about that when we start talking about Uranus and Taurus and its retrograde turn and what that's meant for us over the past few years. And for some people, myself included, how do we use that energy to do really powerful things, personal things, transformative things, um, and sometimes scary things, uh, but necessary things. So yeah, so we've got 
the start of Virgo season, which I said a few moments ago, just to sort of go back to last week, um, Mars went into Gemini, and I kept saying it was going to be there eight months. Apparently, I can't do math. It's going to be seven. I know that's still a long time. Um, if this is the first time you're hearing that Mars is going to spend uh, seven months in Gemini, do go back to the uh, the show I did last week. So that's a long time for Mars to be in one sign, but it just means that we're all going to have something to say over the next seven months. And it also means that when Mars turns retrograde at the end of October, we have to take a second look at what we, are, what we have been saying and how we've been using our voice and even the things that we have been choosing. Um, another thing that I talked about last week, and I just, you know, shameless plug, um, I am teaching something called a Saturn Masterclass starting on September 17th. I know that's uh, a little under uh, a month away, but there is a early registration uh, deal. Um, but in this, uh, it's a 12 week masterclass, so we'll meet once a week. And it's to really ground you into Saturn, which you've heard me talk about before, is one of the most important planets in your astrology because it talks about the framework. You remember how you said the astrology is 50%, you're the other 50%. This is your blueprint. Your Saturn, your Saturn in your astrology is your blueprint for your life. How do you live in it? How do you learn its lessons with hopefully grace? with compassion, compassion for ourselves. And wherever Saturn was when you were born talks about these lessons, uh, this framework, almost like curriculum that you're gonna keep learning over and over again. And then we're gonna do this step-by-step uh, -step journey through each of the 12 zodiac signs because the zodiac is a beautiful framework. There's that word again. Um, and, and each sort of sign builds into the next one. That's why I like to talk about Leo and how the fire of Leo builds us into Virgo. Virgo is an earth sign. We sometimes forget that uh, fire energy is such an essential to life. Fire energy, Aries is a fire sign. Leo is a fire sign. Sagittarius is a fire sign. Fire energy gives life to the earth, the earth signs, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, that follow it. And that's why I, I sort of talk the way that I do about Leo season, because we live in a, in a, in a world, we live in our, our personal lives where we forget that that personal, that spark is so necessary to life. Otherwise, we just slam right into the earth signs and uh, we don't have any, we don't have any fuel. We don't have any we don't have any go. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk a little about the masterclass. The, uh, the sign up is in the show notes, or you can go to my website, empoweringastrology.com. So I see some familiar faces on the live. Always good to see familiar faces again and again. I know a lot of you are my clients, and you know, that's why when I talk about Saturn with my clients, it sort of illuminates things because it shows something that's been there the whole time and quite possibly is invisible. It's the beauty of astrology. It helps us to see things that are invisible. But um, let's let's talk about the astrology of this week, August 22nd through 28th, 2022. So as I said, when we started the show, it's the beginning of Virgo season. It doesn't really clock in till a few hours from now, um, certainly on the uh, Eastern time here 
in the United States, uh, for those that are watching in Australia and New Zealand, it will be more like the afternoon for you. But Virgo season, we step into the sixth sign of the zodiac. And the sixth sign of the zodiac is a sign that sort of teaches us about the operations of life. And Virgo's is reputation for being kind of an unsexy sign. And I think it's not fair because the, the operations of life are so important. We have to make sure that we stay on top of the details, that we, we follow the plan, we have a plan, we, we go step by step, we have a sense of craft and practice, ritual, that methodic, methodical nature that Virgo is known for. And we need that. And Virgo teaches us about perfection, and, but there's two sides to that word. There's that negative side of perfection with Virgo where it's never perfect. Or it's a level of perfection that is mythical. <laughs> we can't we can't reach that level of perfection. Sometimes we get really hard on ourselves because we're like trying to reach something that is just like unobtainable, um, at least in earthly bodies. Uh, but then there's the other side of perfection. And perfection is the sort of this humble desire to make ourselves better. And so whether it's step by step, we do something positive for our physical body, uh, maybe we're trying to make our physical health better, or step by step trying to make our spiritual health better. There's a sense of ritual uh, in, in Virgo and sort of its tie to Pisces, its opposite sign. Um, these two signs are very spiritual in their own way. They are the helping and healing signs. And what does it mean to make our lives a work? Do you make our spiritual lives a work? And to sort of do that inner examination that Virgo is so so famous for, sometimes a little too critical, but there is that eye that Virgo has to say, okay, where are the you know sort of the blemishes that I need to polish? Where are the parts of myself where I sometimes fall short, where I don't have a plan, where I don't follow through, and how do I come into a very different relationship with Virgo energy. And sometimes uh, it's hard to really do that Virgo energy, to be present, to eat our vegetables, brush our teeth, um, you know, uh, go to work, uh, come back, and you know, we, or we get stuck in sort of that version of Virgo where everything is the same because it doesn't have any spark, it doesn't have any fire energy, which is so vital um, to the earth signs. So I love Virgo. My mom was a Virgo. Um, I, I have Saturn in Virgo, so I'm here to extol the virtues of Virgo. And it's no coincidence that this is the season that we return back to school, we return back from summer holidays, we, you know, traditionally we would harvest, we would make, make wine, we'd crush the grapes, we would prepare for winter because Virgo as an earth sign is the midpoint between the fertility and the rebirth of life with Taurus and then that sort of cold winter fallowness of, of Capricorn. So this is why we're in that sort of midpoint and we're preparing and, and obviously we're not all agrarian. I don't know, maybe you are agrarian. Um, I, live in, I live in a major city, so I'm not agrarian, but I like, I like to eat things from the farm. Anyway, so here we are, Virgo season. How do we bring practice and craft back to our lives? How do we look at the operations of our life, the systems, the many systems that our life runs on and make it better? 
make ourselves better and then prepare ourselves for the second half of the zodiac, which is when we step into Libra season. This will, will be for uh, you know for four more weeks. So we got some, of course, we got some time. We come up to the equinox. We come to equal day and equal night. So it's the start of Virgo season today, August 22nd. Um, and then we go into Wednesday, October, October, August, I'm getting ahead of myself, August 24th, and Uranus turns retrograde in Taurus. So this is something that we've been talking about, especially in August, because we had the full moon that picked up on Saturn, but it did make something called square to Uranus. We, we've had some other things going on. We had the Mars-Uranus conjunction with the North Node at the beginning of August. So since May of 2018, March of 2019, Uranus has been in the sign of Taurus. So Uranus will spend seven years in total in, this, in, in, in a zodiac sign. For example, Uranus was in Aries, um, I think it was 2010 to 2018, 2010, 2011 to, to 2018, 2019. And during you know, Uranus's time in a zodiac sign, Uranus is an evolutionary planet. Its job is to get you and I and everybody to see things differently, do things differently, reinvent, reinvent the wheel, reinvent the systems, reinvent in the case of Taurus, our relationship with all things that are Taurus, like I said, Taurus is the rebirth and the fertility of life. It's that's the sort of the, the pleasure of, of earthly living. It's money, it's income, it's an earth sign. Um, it's our relationship with stability and security, our relationship with food. Um, certainly over the past few years, we've seen a lot of changes with money and income, material stability, material security, access to food. Remember when everybody was trying to get uh, flour and and stuff during uh, the early days of the pandemic. Um, but at its core, uh, Taurus is one of the four fixed signs. These are these four pillars of our of our manifested world. And Taurus talks about you know these these things that are so sort of uh, important to our manifested world, which is this this need for resource. The resource that supports our life, the resource that fuels our lives, whether it's money, we live in a material world that has a system of exchange or even goods and resources. And things have just been a little uh, up and down over the past few years. Now, on a personal level, each and every one of you has Taurus somewhere in your chart. Sometimes I get the, hey, Katie, I'm not Taurus. I don't have any plans in Taurus, but Taurus governs a particular area of your astrology based on your sun sign, but also based on your rising sign. Sometimes those two signs are the same. Um, in my case, they're not. Maybe for you, that's the same. And that area of your life may look very different. And, and for some signs, it's not a physical change. It's an internal change. It's an ideological change. It's an it's a spiritual change. It's something that you ne can't necessarily uh, quantify that um, in the same way as a change in career or a change in a marriage or a change in family, for example. So when we go through each of the 12 zodiac signs, we will refresh ourselves where Uranus is or has been since May 2018, March 2019. 
and it's turning retrograde at 18 degrees of Taurus. It's about the midpoint of the fixed signs, the midpoint of, of Taurus. Um, and if you have planets around those degrees, maybe this week is a pivot point for you. But before you're like, what does this mean, Katie? Um, the thing is with the transit, this is what, what this is. Uranus is transiting Taurus. Uranus is retrograding. It's going to retrograde until I believe it's uh, January of 2023. Um, a retrograde is not a bad thing. It's just a change in the phase of energy. It's not pushing forward. It's pulling back. It's more yin. It's more receptive. It's not active for yang. But the retrograde and the, and the direct turn in January, these are points where we sort of check in with this bigger story. And this is where I invite each and every one of you to go back and sort of plot the best that you can. So certainly it helps um, when you, you know more astrology. You know, what was May of 2018, May, June 2018 like? What was March, April 2019 like? Um, and, and maybe it's not so obvious, but a seed was planted at that time and maybe it will be more obvious when you go through each of the 12 zodiac signs but there have been these key moments where we've checked back in on the story the story has unfolded some of you have heard me say this this is a personal story i have a 20-year background in it astrology was my side hustle it sort of was always into astrology as a kid but it was born out of my saturn return a lot of personal disasters and bad choices and to see how astrology really gave me a language to, and, and the, the deeper meaning of why, at least for me, why, why was this happening? And that's how I came to astrology on a much deeper level, but it was my side hustle. And I know some of you that are watching, you're, you know, my clients when I still had my, had my day job. But, you know, it's one thing to know intellectually that you're not meant to stay at the, that day job forever because it's not your path. It's another thing to actually integrate that and to do something about it. So, you know, kind of my joke was like, I spent seven years preparing to quit my job, just waiting for the moment. And then Uranus goes into Taurus in 2018, and it was like suddenly the things that were like stable and rock solid were not so stable and rock solid anymore. And then long story short, it, it sort of shook the ground underneath me to have the bravery and courage to go after you know what I'm here to do, who I really am. Uranus has this uh, reputation for, for chaos and um, things out of the blue, but it's my belief that Uranus um, in its best facet is trying to liberate you from yourself liberate you from the worst aspects of you. Remember we talked about Virgo and perfection and trying to make ourselves more perfect. I don't mean that. Um, and it's just more of a, you know, trying to get the parts of ourselves that are, are working against us out of the way. So what was working against me? It was fear. You know, it, it took a long time to be able to sit in front of you all and, and talk like this. This didn't happen overnight. I was terrified, but I could look at my astrology I could look at the planets and the planets are saying now's the time now's the time to push now's the time to get out of your own way and it's my belief that i had i stayed at my day job i probably would have lost my job because it's not where i was meant to be so in march of 2019 i and i even though i'm an astrologer i didn't plan it this way i i put my notice in 
and uh, my last day was actually the first day of spring, March of 2019. And what that was me leaving behind the safety and stability Taurus of a job that had a paycheck and benefits, all the things that my mom, who was still alive at the time, told me that, oh my God, you can't, you can't walk away from this. And I just knew that there's a moment where this light bulb goes off in my, in my, my mind, my soul in, in 2018, where it's like every moment that I choose this, meaning safety and stability over what I really came here to do, I just knew I was personally, I can only say it's my personal experience. I knew I was accruing some sort of negative karma. And I just remember there was sort of this, this moment internally, spiritually, where I just knew that God forbid I got hit by the subway and God would be like, you literally found the one thing that you came here to do and you were too afraid. And I, and I knew that I didn't, didn't want to get hit by the subway, but two, I didn't want that on me. So I get it. If things are hard right now, what is the most radical thing that you can do right now? Sometimes when our back is against the wall, that's all we got. And it's often a question I ask to my clients, like what is the most radical thing you can do right now? Within reason, of course, like don't do anything crazy. Instead of, I know. Um, meaning if time and money and fear were not an object, what would you do? Sometimes it's leave a relationship. Sometimes it's leave a career. Sometimes, but Katie, like, what's the practice? Like, how do I do I get it. Like, I had to, <laughs> to figure out how to make a business um, and, and, and get healthcare and do all the things, all the, all the Virgo things <laughs> that you have to do when you make a big change. So this week, Uranus turns retrograde. It's just another point in a story that's been un in unfolding the past few years. And now that was my own personal uh, experience with with Uranus, and you know maybe you see your own life in, in, in you know kind of similar ways over the past few years. But I can assure you that nothing is going to remain the same. Um, we can say that objectively, just looking at where we all have come from the past few years, and perhaps where we're going over the next few years. And Uranus is, is, is a feature, it's a very big feature of the eclipses of October and November. So that's why I keep saying, pay attention to August, because August threads its way forward. Time, it's a flat circle. It, time, it threads its way forward to the eclipses of October 25th and November 8th. Um, there's a Taurus full moon on November 8th, and there's a Scorpio new moon on... Um, on uh, October 25th. So yeah, this is this is an important uh, transition. Um, and if there's a silver lining in it, how can this time, how can this astrology get you out of your own way, get you your fears out of your own way, get, um, you know, something that sort of prevents you from seeing all the potentials. That's my hope. Um, so yeah, Uranus turns retrograde August 24th, going on a little bit of a tangent. Um, we also have Mercury going to Libra on August 24th. That one's important to take into account because Mercury rules Virgo season. So we are sort of moving into this different phase of Virgo season. It's a phase where it's more about relationship and connection, the value of relationship sort of how we build relationships, how we serve others. And sometimes we, where we serve others and it's not equitable, 
creates sort of a, a negative uh, connection. But it's a time where we have to put relationships into balance and we have to really take that Virgo critical eye to our relationships or make relationships more perfect you know, as, as a sort of a deeper work for all of us. And then we go into later this week, August 25th, Venus, which is still in, in Leo, um, and it's making something called a square to the lunar nodes on the 25th of, of August. And this is important to note because when a planet will make contact with the lunar nodes, and in this case it makes a square, we have a little hit of eclipse energy and so this week people may come in into our lives out of our lives relationships might be at a turning point um and this is again to connect to a larger story and prepares us for the eclipses uh, of later later this year um finally virgo new moon on saturday august 27th in a way we've kind of already talked about this without talking about it uh this new moon is at four degrees of virgo so a new moon is a new beginning it's a new lunar month it is a reset uh, sort of this monthly reset that we all have and in this case it's a reset that's focusing us on virgo so I, of course, I don't need to go back into the Virgo archetype, but this is a new moon that's perfect to use towards all Virgo endeavors, getting things organized, per perfect, making things work, starting a project, focusing on your health and wellness, and even on your education, because Virgo is one of the education signs. And so, yeah, that's, well, I'll also add that Venus will also square Uranus this week, maybe a little bit of a bumpy uh, thing with relationships and connections uh, this weekend, but maybe it's to get something out of the way that needs to get out of the way. So let's look at the astrology for each of the 12 signs. Just your friendly reminder to watch, listen, whatever, uh, for your rising sign and also your sun sign. Listen for both. They're actually, you, you sort of, you take them individually and then you synthesize them and you see how they line up and they create a different story or a, an added story, a richer story. Um, if you don't know your rising sign, don't worry. You do need your exact birth time uh, and that's something that you can easily look up your astrology chart on the internet um, and at your own leisure. So let's start with Aries. Aries, just your friendly reminder that Uranus continues to spend its time in something called your second sign. This over the last four years, this is about, about money, income, material stability, and material security. And in many cases, reinventing your relationship with things that are very uh, rooted in your life, like earning a living, like maybe you're, you earn a living very differently than you did a few years ago. Maybe it's this sort of deeper uh, emotional connection to money, relationship with money, um, self-worth and value. Um, and this is how you spend money, the things you own and the things that you think you need versus the things that you really need. Um, Virgo for you is something called your sixth sign. So this is in a way this time to really get into the operations of your life, to put things in order and to balance, to be of service to others, to purify your life. But really purification is to sort of make your life work, to make your life better, however you want to define that. And that Virgo new moon does give you this natural time in your astrology to reset this part of your life. So if you have some 
personal um, resolutions, maybe that's a better word for that, uh, to really take uh, good care of your physical life, physical life in all of its ways. This is your, um, this is your, your new moon. And then, of course, there's Mars, and just you know, your reminder, I sort of talked about this at the beginning of the show, but Mars is in Gemini, which is your third sign, Aries, and um, it's going to be there for seven months. And so over the next seven months, you've got a lot to say. You've got a lot of places to go. You've got a lot of people to see. Um, it's a big emphasis on curiosity at this time, um, maybe hopefully not manic curiosity, but uh, there's a lot of movement for, for Aries right now. And to be aware that come uh, October 31st to January 12th, Mars, your planet will turn retrograde. So the things that you are doing, choosing, experiencing, traveling, learning, may be something that you have to go back and revisit um, later this year when Mars turns retrograde. Taurus, my, my fellow fixed sign. Um, yeah, so... This is your friendly reminder that Uranus is in your sign and it will be in your sign until 2025, 2026. In that duration, so since 2018, 2019, all the way to 25, 2025, 2026, you are reinventing you. And this means different things to different Tauruses. And um, this is sort of my, um, sort of my for Taurus, you know, as a fellow fixed sign, I'm a Scorpio, is that Taurus by its nature has a lot rooted in things staying the same. It's the sign by its nature is about the preservation of life, the stability of life. If your sign is so built upon the preservation and the stability of life, you can imagine that it's not a sign that wants to make big changes. However, you've had this planet in your sign over the past few years. And all I know is that this is a planet that demands evolution, reinvention, revolution, and to get out of your own way, to break free of the patterns and the stuckness that sometimes Taurus gets into. So what is the most radical thing that you can do, Taurus? Many, maybe you already have done it. Maybe you're thinking about doing it. Maybe you're terrified of doing it. But um, if your birthday is, uh, gosh, I gotta do some quick astrology, around like what the 6th or 7th of May, 8th of May, um, you might be really feeling feeling this uh, the most. Um, this at, it's at 18 degrees, and if you know your ascendant degree, uh, Uranus is turning retrograde at 18 degrees, about the middle of the sign. So pay attention to the story. This is a, this is a story that's been with you. Maybe it's been in the background. Maybe it's coming forward at this time, and this in a way connects to the eclipses um, of October and November of this year. Venus, your planet, it's in Leo. It's a sign of home and family for you. It's making a square to the nodes this week. So this might be a week, Taurus. It's, it's uh, like a turning point for you in some way. Maybe it's a turning point about you, family, home, relationships. Um, but it is uh, a potentially a big turning point, especially as Venus comes up to a square to Uranus later this week. Um, this is a time, again, for you to really do things differently. Again, that means different things, different Tauruses. But don't allow yourself to get stuck or in your own way because something really wants to move right now, Taurus. 
Oh, it's Virgo season, and Virgo is your sixth, sixth sign, fifth sign, and so it's about you on some level really getting into the details of life, craft, practice, creativity, self-expression, and maybe do what you do best. Gemini. Gemini, you it, a lot of these changes, and this is kind of, kind of alluded to this some um, when I was explaining Uranus and, and Taurus, is that for some signs, the shift is palpable, it's visible, it's physical, but for you, Gemini, it's not, because Uranus is in something called your 12th sign. So the shifts are spiritual. They are outside of this physical plane. That's what the, the, your 12th sign is. They are illuminating your blind spots. They are touching on these deeper existential questions and these search for deep existential answers. So maybe your relationship with your consciousness is not the same that it was the past few years. Maybe it's not the same as with spirituality, faith, truth, meaning. Um, maybe the part of you that you, is invisible to you and you are, you, you, you are using different tools to discover. Um, I will also add that um, Mercury is your planet and it's turning, not turning, but it's going into Libra um, on the, geez, the, the Thursday, <laughs> Thursday the 25th. Um, and Mercury is going to Libra and Libra is something called your fifth sign. And Mercury is actually going to spend a long time in Libra, minus a little bit of a dip back into Virgo because it will turn retrograde in September. But this is a, sort of this time when you're really focusing Gemini on what makes you you, your creativity, your self-expression, um, your passion, your desires, and sort of your individuality, which is kind of comes into contrast with some of these deeper existential themes that you've been navigating for quite some time, Gemini. But maybe this is just a, a with Mercury and Libra, a time for you to get back to you and back to the things that really help you to express who you are. Uh, Virgo new moon is in your fourth sign. So this is your new moon to really focus on home and family over the next uh, four weeks. Maybe you are moving home, moving house, um, making some sort of changes in your home environment, or maybe family just sort of requires more of you at this time. Or maybe it's more internal, making sure you get your emotional needs met at this time. Um, cancer. So Cancer, Uranus is in something called your 11th sign. So for you, the shifts over the past few years have been about friends, community, your social circle. And maybe for, for some Cancers, your social circle doesn't look the same as it did a few years ago. Maybe new people have come into your life who are like Uranus. Their job is to get you to open up your eyes, to see things differently. Maybe your social conscious and your social awareness has shifted uh, a lot over the past few years. Maybe you're more aware of humanitarian issues and humanitarian causes. You want to get involved in your community. Um, but this is a time where cancer, your eyes are being opened up to the world and uh, excuse me, <clears throat> your connection to the world beyond yourself. Um, and it has been a little bit of a hard time for cancer in general. We've talked about this in pre previous weeks, it's just been a little bit of a heavier emotional transit over the past year and a half, two years. Um, and also for you, cancer, Virgo season is something called your third sign. So the next four weeks, especially after the Virgo new moon later this week, 
you're for focusing on home, not home. You're focusing on education, ideas, information, communication, the, the words that you are using, um, and even maybe some travel and some movements. It typically is a little bit busy time for you. And since it's Virgo season, maybe there's a lot of duties and responsibilities, duties and responsibilities to your immediate environment, your neighborhood, your neighbors, your siblings. Um, but this is a time for you to get very shrewd or you know, use that Virgo editorial eye to sort of pay attention to the information that is coming your way and sort of weighing your options and discerning what is right for you. Um, but this is a, a, a new moon for you to make some educational um, resolutions and to focus on uh, learning more and learning more about your world. Leo, fixed sign Leo. Um, so I've been saying that the fixed signs, you're, you're not so fixed at the moment. That's because there's been a lot of movement in the fixed signs, whether it's Saturn and Aquarius fixed sign or the eclipses and Virgo Taurus, Taurus, Scorpio fixed sign. Um, but this Uranus retrograde, it puts a spotlight on your career. And honestly, it threads its way between the eclipses of April, May of 2022 and October, November of 2022. But it brings us back to uh, May 2018, March 2019, when Uranus first went into your career sign. So this means different things to different Leos. For some Leos, this is a career 180. It's a, it's a hard pivot. For some Leos, this is a need to get something to, to be more of an expression, your professional life to be more of an expression of who you are. For some Leos, this is a time where there, you've been working and something has been inside of you, but now it needs to be released. And I always find it very interesting when people, when Uranus goes through people's career signs, how that affects them, whether it is a job change, career change, or 180, or you know that book you know that gets published that changes somebody's life or the job opportunity that finally allows somebody to do what they want to do in the world but you know for for leo it is such a demand for radical authenticity at this time and so if there's something that you're doing and it's a side hustle but you're like oh you know i could never i don't know maybe maybe this is the the uranus retrograde where you go back and you reconsider it because all i know is life is short um and if this is what you came here to do how do you do it and maybe use virgo season to do the practical plans and details in order to make it happen speaking of virgo season for <clears throat> for you leo virgo is your second sign and so this is a sign to get back to the nuts and bolts of life, uh, money, income, material stability, material security, to gather the resources that you need. This is a new moon that's giving you a reset. So maybe the next four weeks, it's about spending the things that you are buying, um, investments, sort of the purchases that you make for your life, um, certainly purchases you make for the home, um, but this is a time where it's about, you know, self-worth and value and, and sometimes that complicated relationship with money that is, is parallel, uh, your relationship with yourself. But that said, it is really about your human life right now and getting your human life in order. 
Um, but yeah, we're, we're coming off your, your season, Leo. I'm so sorry. So maybe all these beautiful birthday wishes that you had, these beautiful ideas that you had over the last four weeks, how do you make them a reality? That's my dog. Sorry. Um, what's after Leo? Um, Virgo. Happy birthday, Virgo. So I extolled the virtues of your sign at the beginning. So I really hope that you sort of got this new vision of your sign because I think Virgo is one of the most underrated signs. I think that Virgo really does make the, the world go round and, and, and it's positioned in the zodiac. It sort of is the support, you know, for uh, this, the top half of the zodiac. I don't think it always gets its, its due. So happy birthday, Virgo. If your birthday is on or just before or just after the August 27th new moon, this is a new moon that brings you into a new personal year. And it says that over the next 12 months, this is maybe a year for you that is of new beginnings. You do have your planet and uh, Mercury going into Libra on the, on the 25th. So it's certainly if your birthday is after the 25th, it's about relationships. It's about a new season. It's like a new focus. And, and Mercury will be opposite Jupiter at the time of the uh, full, not full moon, new moon. So this, again, a focus on relationships, a focus on other people, focus on your ambitions in the world, and even a focus on uh, ideas and information and truth and meaning and, and sort of these bigger th themes that are taking you into the next personal year. Then there's Uranus retrograde. So for you, and this is kind of, uh, I alluded to this when I was talking about Uranus, is that Uranus's time in, in, in the different signs is not so obvious. You know, it's not like what, what it is for Leo, which is about the career, your ambitions, your place in the world. But for you, Virgo, it's about your beliefs. It's about your faith, your truth, your meaning. What do you, what do you stand for? What's your convictions? You know, Uranus's time in your ninth sign since May of 2018, March 2019, it's meant to open up your eyes to the world. That means different things to different Virgos, but Virgo typically, because it's an earth sign and the earth signs are overlay with the firehouses, you know, technical. This is where an earth sign such as Virgo, they really kind of hold on to the stability of what they think is true, the stability of what they believe in. But that's not been the case the past few years. For some Virgos, this has meant, um, I realize travel has been a little funky the past few years, but maybe there have been when one can travel, big trips, big trips that really illuminate something, help us to see things differently. Um, for other Virgos, it's been more ideological, educational, maybe there's been a shift in education or a need to go back to school for some Virgos. But again, this is a time for you to open up your eyes to the world, to always remain curious, never to get stuck in that belief that this is what it is and this is the only thing that it can be. Um, but this is again, uh, shaking things up for you on a, on a visionary level. But you, again, you have your new moon um, and uh, this is a new year for you to uh, maybe be ambitious and to look ahead and look out into the world and to, to sort of like, where are you planning on going this year, Virgo? Libra. Libra. So, you know, Virgo season for you represents the end of your personal zodiac calendar. So you've come to the end 
And when you get to the last sign of your personal zodiac calendar, so typically this is the four weeks before your birthday, you need to rest, you need to reflect, you need to look back on the year that you have lived and what have you learned? What do you want to take with you and the coming year versus what do you want to leave behind? And this is a time for you to focus on these rituals and the sort of these internal spiritual duties and practices to go on retreat, again, to get quiet and to prepare for the next coming year. But it may feel, especially as you go into the latter half of this week, that you have one foot in something going forward, but also one foot in something that is coming to an end because Mercury is going to go into Libra, your sign, um, on the 25th of August. And it's going to turn retrograde in September, but it is going to spend a good part of the next four weeks in Libra, your sign. So there's a sense of like moving forward, but at the same time you have to tend to the things that are that are not quite fully ready to move forward. Or you're starting to move forward with something, but at the same time letting go of something on the on the other end of things. Um, Mercury turning retrograde in September, there you, know, there you will be having to sort of retrace your steps. So just just be you know, mindful of that. Um, I'm not the type of astrologer that tells you to shut your life down for four weeks while Mercury is retrograde because that's completely impractical. Mercury is retrograde four weeks at a time, three to four uh, times out of the year, and that just would block off most of the year. So, um, I mean, if you can do that, great. But um, I just think we all have to do a little bit of dance when Mercury is retrograde and sort of see that it's not an active time, it's not a yang time, it's more intuitive, yin, receptive when Mercury is retrograde. Um, but Uranus is turning retrograde in something called your eighth sign, and I've talked about this in previous uh, updates. It's about you looking at your inner saboteur, especially with Saturn in your fifth, which is it's at the same time telling you to take yourself and take your talents seriously. Well, what's in the way? of you taking yourself and taking your talent seriously? That's the million dollar question. Libra, but Uranus is trying to turn the lights on in a space in your astrology that is inherently in the dark. The eighth, the eighth sign in this case, represents your shadow. It's a lot of things, it's from a traditional astrology standpoint, it is your financial resources, it's uh, the things that you share with other people, it's your intimacy, your vulnerability, it's your assets, your wills, but it's also your shadow. And this is a seven year period, I know, seven years, where you have to put new consciousness, new light, Uranus, on the things that you typically don't want to look at. <clears throat> So this is a time where maybe something from the dark, something from within, something that you haven't looked at is, is coming up and maybe there's a powerful shift. That's the beauty of an evolutionary planet because it gives us an opportunity to make a powerful shift. But again, see where the inner saboteur is coming up. And with the Virgo new moon in your 12th, this gives you the, the season to let go of any attachments, addictions, unhealthy habits that are getting in the way of you being your best you. Scorpio, fellow fixed sign. So things may be moving and shifting this week. You have Uranus turning retrograde in something called your seventh sign. 
And Uranus has been there since May of 2018, March of 2019. This means different things to different Scorpios. By, by and large, this is a time where Scorpio has to learn to open up. It's a sign by its nature that doesn't want to let people in because its, its job is to protect. Its job is to strategize. Its job is to stay about 18 steps ahead of everybody else. But that you know can sometimes make it problematic to have healthy relationships. So since over the past few years, Uranus is trying to awaken you to a different type of relationship. For some Scorpios, this has been the end of a serious relationship because there's sort of this realization that an, an old way cannot continue to sustain itself. For some Scorpios, there have been new relationships, new lovers, new connections that have come in and who have been like Uranus. They've turned the lights on. They've made things different. Um, but this is also a time where relationships just structurally have to transform and awaken and be built on something very differently. And you're only halfway through the story, Scorpio, because this will take you to 2025, 2026. Virgo season for you, Virgo, is something called your 11th sign. So this is the season to focus on friends, community, your social circle, uh, the, the, the people that are your allies. But it's also time for you to look at the world at large, social issues, social causes, being of service to the world, to the collective, and to sort of look out towards the future and plan and strategize for the next coming year. Because when the sun goes into Libra, you sort of come to the end of your personal calendar. But this is the time to really think ahead, to plan and to strategize. And I will say, pay attention again to relationships, especially as Venus makes a square to the nodes and it makes a square to Uranus this week. People come in, people come out, but it's all about a new type of relationship for you, uh, Scorpio. And with Mars in Gemini for the next seven months, Mars is your planet, there's a huge overlapping theme about intimacy, vulnerability, and getting uncomfortable. Um, Sagittarius. So Sag, you still have Jupiter, your planet, and Aries. This is a time for you to really feel yourself to get in touch with your talents, gifts, and abilities, and that spark and passion of life that we all need. It's so important to life. Uh, Virgo season for you is your time to focus on career. So the sun has reached the highest place in your personal uh, calendar, and so it's about new beginnings in your professional life, uh, getting a job, making a change, being in the spotlight, um, professional ambitions, professional duties and responsibilities. And maybe also to get very clear about what you want, and especially with Mercury and Libra, to really strategize for the future, whatever those plans are. Maybe even networking as well. Um, but Sag, uh, Uranus has been in your sixth sign since May 2018, March 2019. This is trying to shake up your relationship with your body, your health, your wellness, how you take care of your body, and sort of these systems and operations that were in place up until 2018, um, not 2019, and maybe are not in place now because Uranus has demanded evolution and overhaul. This means different things to different sages, but to sort of continue, if you need to make healthy changes in your day-to-day -day -day human life, uh, use Uranus retrograde to do them. Uh, Uranus has no sentimentality, doesn't care that you've always done this every morning, every day. Um, it wants you to do things differently, if that better supports you. 
Um, but that said, uh, continue to really focus on um, your future, planning ahead, your goals and ambitions at this time, Sagittarius, um, and to really make some structural changes in your day-to-day -day life. Capricorn. So just a little check-in with Capricorn. You have Saturn continues to be in Aquarius. It'll be in Aquarius until March of 2023. That's your sign of money and income, material stability, and material security. This is, to be fair, a three-year chapter, but that's how Capricorn time works. You sort of have these two and a half three-year chapters as Saturn, your planet, moves through each of the 12 zodiac signs. So this has been a time for you to really get into the nuts and bolts of how you earn a living, your relationship with money, finance, investments, property, assets, the things you own, even the things that you don't buy, the things that you gather, the resources that you have at hand. And to really shift and change, and I'm just saying this because Saturn continues to be in a tense aspect with, um, with, uh, with Uranus uh, to shift your relationship with the material world, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with money, income, and even self-worth. Uranus is turning retrograde in something called your fifth sign. Look back to the version of who you were in 2018, 2019. It's maybe not the version you are right now. So this is a time where Uranus is trying to liberate you from you. If you have some sort of talent, gift, and ability, let it out. This doesn't mean art. This means that something that is inside of you, that it, it sort of makes you you. How do you express it? Um, you know, talents and gifts don't have to, you know, equal art in sort of that traditional way of looking at creativity. Um, so there's that. Uh, Venus is one of your, it's like your career planet, that's right. And Venus is making some bumpy aspects this week. So pay attention to what's happening with your professional life, sort of the opportunities that are revealing themselves, but also the doors that are closing and sort of this need to continue. It's like, you're not a fixed sign, Capricorn, uh, your cardinal sign, by the way, but you're in a lot of the same boat as the fixed signs because your planet is in a fixed sign right now. And it just means that a lot of the things that you're sort of structurally grounded in have to change because it's just kind of the nature of what you're going through right now, Capricorn. Aquarius, Aquarius, my fixed sign. Um, I think it's a bit hard for Aquarius. Uh, you have Uranus in something called your fourth sign. The fourth sign forms the base of your astrology. And the fourth sign can be also some of the most tender parts of our astrology because it's home, it's family, it's our emotional core, it's our link with the past. And in this case, because it's Taurus, sort of that, that need to keep things the same. And maybe your home environment looks very different than it uh, did back in 2018, 2019. Maybe there's been changes in the household. People have moved in. People have moved out. Um, maybe there's been a move, period. Um, I know a lot of Aquariuses who have made big moves in the past uh, couple of years. If you have made a move, it's a, a need to live someplace, plant yourself someplace that's actually going to support you. Some Aquariuses, they've made breaks from family, um, especially people, family members, even close family members that are not supporting you know, in a more toxic way. Um, but there's a big shift in home and family, and maybe even feels like a little bit of an earthquake at the moment, uh, uh, Aquarius. Um, for you, Virgo season is um, your 
wait, hang on, gotta do the quick math, um, is your eighth sign. And so this is a time for you to really focus on, wait, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Um, duh, duh, duh. Yeah, <laughs> focus on assets, income, um, benefits, uh, you know, sort of financial planning, but also these deeper emotional issues. And over the next four weeks, um, you know, with the, the new lunar month, maybe you are dealing with some thornier emotional issues or sort of these deeper things that are coming up from the past. But um, take care of yourself, Aquarius, um, because I know it's a lot. And um, this is sort of threading its way to events to come in October and November. Um, Pisces, last but not least, Pisces. So Pisces, you're not in the same boat as other signs. And I, I know I said this to people like, well, no, I am going through a lot. Thank you very much, Katie. And I'm just saying, you know, maybe you've got some planets in fixed signs. So it's different for different Pisces. But um, Uranus is turning retrograde in something called your third sign. We talked about this. This is a time when Pisces, the radical authenticity has to be about voice, whether it's literally the words coming out of your mouth or it's the energy of the words that you're using. Like you have to take something inside of you and it has to transmit through what you're saying. I have to hear you, I have to feel you, to feel you Pisces. So this is a time where maybe that's where a lot of the shift is happening. Maybe the shift is happening educationally. Maybe sort of the way you think and communicate and listen and learn has changed dramatically over the past few years. And you know, this is something for you to go back and sort of connect the dots with. Um, but for you, Pisces, Virgo season is your relationship sign. And this is your season to focus on other people. It could be your primary partnerships, if you're in a serious committed relationship. If you're not, it's still about other people because this is the season that reminds you that you can't do life alone. And if you are in current relationships, how do you tend to them, put them back into balance? Um, because sometimes Pisces, there's the, the just, you kind of do a lot and the relationships uh, aren't balanced. So how do you set healthy boundaries, for example? Um, but maybe you're going to see some shifts and changes, especially with the Mercury going into Libra. Libra's your eighth. So there's going to be this longer phase, um, especially as you go throughout September, where the theme with relationships is about intimacy and vulnerability and the things that are maybe like some more private or the things that you don't typically talk about and maybe having some deep conversations with the people in your life. Um, but your planet Jupiter continues to be in Aries, your second sign, so it continues to be about material stability and material security. I think Jupiter will go back uh, dip back into Pisces in October, we've got some time. Um, but yeah, that is your look at the astrology of uh, August 22nd through 28th. 2022. Again, my name is Katie Sweetman. You can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com. Um, I know many of you are my clients. You can book a consultation with me or we can do this you know, Saturn Masterclass. We can do a 12-week transformation journey. Um, details are in the show notes. They're also on my website. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Spotify. I'm on all the things. Um, but I do really appreciate you appreciate you all for, for joining me. Um, sign up for my newsletter. I, I put that out every first thing on Monday mornings if you want a preview of the coming week or and or to hear about what I'm up to with my classes, webinars, and in this case, um, programs. 
So thank you all. You have a great week, and we will check in um, next week. Take care. Bye-bye.